Hello everyone and welcome back to the World Explorer podcast. This is the podcast where we take a random plot prompt and we build an entire world around it, usually. My name is Casey and as always I'm joined by Isaac who's going to explain how uh, this time is the exception to the norm. So today we decided that instead of creating an entire world, we are going to be creating a fantasy creature. One creature. That's the that's yep. all the world building we're doing today. And it's a creature that I asked an AI art generator to create for for us. Because I'm like I want to come up with some un- I wanted some inspiration for unique fantasy creatures in my writing and world building and stuff. And so I told it, "Hey, what's a, uh, give me some ideas for unique fantasy creatures." And it spat out this uh, a horrific thing. And I said, yep, I'm going to save that for later. Yeah, so for those who can't see... And for those who uh, aren't listening, or not uh, listening, those who can't <laughs> yeah. see... Uh, um, there's You're going to kind of just get an idea as we describe and develop the creature, but if you really want like a picture to see the AI image, just hop to like our YouTube channel, or I think Spotify does a video thing so you can see it there in video form as well, so just go look at one of those, but otherwise, you should still be able to get an idea of what this creature looks like as we're building it up more, because right now we're looking at a furry weird it's okay it's so it's got a creature and it's kind of it's almost got like two halves so it's got like this one half which has four legs in the body uh and then there's like a long neck that then turns into two like the front legs uh and then that forms into another neck that then turns into a face that kind of looks like star fox from that old video game but yeah it does look sort of triangular yeah, but horrifying. Like, and then he's very monotone, like very gray, light brown. He looks like he could blend in in a cave or like a more rocky terrain. And he's fluffy, but like scraggly fluffy, like uh, that chihuahua old you dog. found off. Yeah, I was gonna say that old dog or like that chihuahua you found abandoned on the street. He's also got these weird feet. Like there, there's there are these weird claw like. Feet where they aren't even they they, look like they're not like branches. any yeah they're not like any feet or claws that like I've seen on any creature before you know they're... what it looks like it looks like this uh, creature could hide inside a cave which has holes in it and just stick his arms out and lay them flat and they look like branches and then some passer animal passes by and suddenly it can just grab you and pull you in that is a that that yeah, that's an interesting use of these uh, these limbs and how it can blend in they, and, they, and snag that's its what prey. What it looks like because they kind of they look like withered wood. They're also very very pointy. Like they're they have multiple points where it looks like really long, very solid looking thorns almost. It's the type of thing where uh, if you're just walking around and not paying attention, you would just like, oh, wood, and keep walking. But if you were to really look at it, you'd be like, wait a second, there's something off here. That's weird. (laughs) What is this new plant I discovered? You poke it and then you die. Yeah, pretty much. Which that actually is an interesting thing that we could uh, bring up. 
what what if this was a poisonous creature? Where it, it, uh, where I think that's closer to venomous, but sure is what we're yeah, we, yeah, yeah, probably venomous. I was just thinking like you poke it, you poke the creature like on, on its sharp points, and you're injected with its poison or its venom. Yeah, uh, or it could do it to you, like it could stab you. Yeah, I mean, I just imagine this being a very horrific creature to encounter. Oh, this like, is a this is a dangerous creature. This is like one of the last things in whatever fantasy world you're entering that you want to come across. But it honestly also looks like one of those creatures that the villain that like that mass army villain would ride. Yeah, kind of. Uh, only I don't imagine it being that big. Is a thing. I imagine it being about the size of a tiger. Maybe a little longer. Yeah, you could still read that. But it's got like a thick body aspect of it uh, before it goes into the weird long neck thing. The long neck, it, I think it's, I think this thing tried to combine like a wolf and like a classic Chinese dragon. That is kind of what it looks like. And then they also said dead tree. And then you got this. So that's those are the three things I think about when I see this. I think wolf, dra uh, Chinese dragon, and dead tree. Yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up. Which so, yeah. yeah the, so what do we know? Do you want to go with the poisonous thing? Does this thing actually poison people, or do we want to? I think that I think the interesting part though about like it's the poison is the fact that it's just in the legs. Okay, so the rest of it's not poisonous or venomous. It's just. Just the legs. Yeah, I don't think he has, like, a poisonous bite, or even that his fur is. Like, his fur kind of has a point to it, but I think that's just another self-defense thing, more so than anything else. But, like, his feet... It's just to keep his creatures from attacking his back. Yeah. He's very defensible. He doesn't have a tail, which is interesting. Oh, he does. you're right. He doesn't. I approve. Uh, There's too many tails in the world. Yeah, that uh, that is interesting. And yeah, I mean, yeah. would he would he even need a tail? I, I mean, tails are often used for like to help creatures balance or help show emotion. He has I don't think six he needs legs. That. I think he's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't see a reason why he would need a tail. Yeah. Um, I just want to note, like his his those two middle legs are probably so strong. Like, his leg, his back four legs are probably way stronger than his front two, especially considering he's the type of creature, so the way he looks like, it looks like he can go from uh, running on six legs to running on four, but that involves him lifting up a lot of weight, like, we're talking giraffe stuff, like, the it's a disproportional giraffe, like, he has an extremely long neck with two arms attached to it. Like, I think his neck, that second half, like, the neck with the front arms, is longer than his actual body is. By quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, I think you're right. It is actually longer. So, he can, like, get really get down on the ground. He can fit in, like, lower areas. He can also get taller and tower over his opponent. Uh, I imagine he moves very quickly. Uh Yeah. And he he can camouflage, so it, this is a scary creature. Uh, what else? Um, I, I imagine I know, he also has like these snake vibes. Like he can like turn his head around corners really well. Probably, Keep I mean, he's with that long neck. He's it, it could probably be very flexible. I wouldn't be surprised if we could do like a whole 
owl head turn, like just three sixty. Oh, he could do, he could do he could do that multiple times. Do you see the size of that neck? <laughs> Especially if you count like the arms are just attached to the neck. That's how I like. That's just what he looks like, guys. He has two arms attached to his neck. It's not attached to his body. They're attached to his neck. He's got art. It's. It, it looks honestly kind of normal for him like it fits with his aesthetic like this is a really cool looking creature but it, that is what it is okay so what uh, what else could we do this something i imagine was like the way that this thing would hunt like i imagine him seeing his prey and he could either run on all six legs to quickly reach him or maybe he could run a little bit slower on all four but still pretty fast and he just towers up over his opponent, like lifts up his neck and his head and reaches out uh, his arms as if he's going to give you a big hug. Uh, and uh, I imagine laying out this like screeching sound as he grabs you and he could like start clawing at you like as he holds you, it holds you there. Uh, it could pin you to the ground after that. Um, his entire body is like covered in fur and some like sharp, sharp areas. And so just him, like, clenching you could uh, make a lot of tiny puncture wounds. Not enough to yeah, kill you, got, but enough to seriously hurt. He has fuzzy porcupine fur. Yeah, he's a lot like a porcupine. Especially, like, closer... His neck itself... It's, I kind of think it's interesting, like, his face doesn't have those. He just has, like, the long hair in the face, and then even his neck has less... But then, like, the closer you are to the back, where I assume most of his main organs are, like his stomach and his heart are in that body area, that's where he has the most of the spiky things. Like, his weak point is definitely his neck, like, in between his his four legs and the his two arms. Like, there's a big weak point there. Yeah, and it's pretty... It's a, it really is a pretty good-sized weak point. Like, if he's towering, like, at full height over you, if you take a sword... slice it. And so, yeah, and you slice it. Uh, he's dead. Yeah. So, like, like that, against that is the, the person, way to kill it's, ter- it's terrifying to see. He's very good at sneak attacks, but I don't think this is, like, an... This isn't a boss-level creature. This is just a, you know, a, a thing to, like, create some tension because this road trip story you're writing is taking too long, and you want to express time passing with mini-adventures, and he's a mini-adventure. Something to build you up to the boss. Something to prepare you yeah. for the boss. Or, and, again, he's being ridden by, like, some horrible, more human, like, more sentient creature. And so he's, like, a mountain in that aspect. Like a smaller minion creature. Goblins. Can ride them. Yeah, goblins. A goblin would totally ride this. So, something else I'm thinking is... Uh, this creature, if you were towering... We were talking about the sword being able to take him out, but... If he weren't tower- doing that full height thing, and he were just to lean forward a little bit, that portion of his neck wouldn't be as vulnerable. Now, his forearms yeah. and his head would still be vulnerable, and you could still hit that. Uh, but if you miss, and then he just lunges at you, uh, you're you're probably dead. Yeah. Like, I, I think this thing could kill you quick. Must keep in mind he's poisonous. So even if you do manage to escape his grasp venomous. and kill him, I'm it, gonna like I'm gonna be a stickler unless he's venomous. <laughs> yeah, venomous, poisonous. I I've heard they're, it both ways. Okay, so he's venomous. They're different. Yeah. So he 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 uh 
What do you call it then? I could say you poisoned the person, but no, he venoms the person? It's still poisoned, but he's not poisonous. Well, then why are they not used interchangeably? <laughs> because poison means, like, if you touch them, you're infected. Well, venomous means that they actually have to, like, inject you, which is what he does. He injects you. Okay, so once you've been injected by his venom... Uh, you are then poisoned by him. You are then poisoned by... Okay, that's sure. I don't like English. So you can be poisoned by him. I don't like I get it. I just don't poisoned. like English. English sucks. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he's venomous and he po and uh, when he poisons you, uh, you might be able to get away and you might even kill him, but will you survive? Like, What are the effects of his v venom? I don't know. Is he the type of creature that would like to, like, just drug... Oh, well, here's the thing. Is this a, uh, this a I like fresh meat creature or a I can scavenge creature? I'm wondering about either one. Oh, something I just thought about. Because a scavenge type creature tends to kill instantly. Well, a, a uh, more, like, I like fresh meat will do things like stun. So that's why, like, spiders, they don't actually, like, most of their, their venom doesn't actually kill creatures it just kind of stuns or in humans cases because we're big it just irritates uh it's because they they drink the blood and so they want it to be fresh and therefore they just stun creatures um unlike snakes which will just eat you whole kind of right then and there or don't mind coming across a more dead creature and will just eat it whole their venom is made to actually kill uh something i thought about when you're talking about it, scavenging and stuff was its long neck and I at first I, originally I was thinking oh maybe this is something that uses its long neck to reach the high up leaves and trees and something but I thought it doesn't look like a vegetarian to me this looks like a meat eater uh, but then I thought what if it's it hunted for birds nests and it and it ate birds eggs I don't know something interesting though about its teeth is that it doesn't have very sharp teeth it has a lot of them, but they're not, like, sharp. The teeth are kind of hard to see, because like, But what does someone I look and... like, they? Uh... Like, he looks like... They look more like human-style teeth, so we have, like, some pointy teeth within, but we're not, like, a full-blown grind-fest. He has, like, the teeth of, like, if you're doing a study versus, like, carnivore, omnivore, and herbivore... He has a more omnivore teeth, which is a mix between fruit, like plant life and meat. Yeah, so he could be. Uh, yeah, he could be an omnivore. Uh, yeah, it could be a fun twist. Yeah, I mean, he definitely you looks know? like a meat eater, but like you find this like horrible creature, and sure, it eats meat and it likes meat. It's yummy, but at the same time, if you found one like as a young, like a little guy. Um, you find this little version of it and you start feeding it like you could turn it vegetarian in a way. Yeah, I mean, if you trained it enough where you just give it give it a bunch of uh, fruits and veggies, uh, that, mm. that could work. Yeah, I like the idea of it being an omnivore. I think there's more story potential with that. Yeah, now... How... Uh, uh, now, is uh, how do you tame one of these? Because we're talking about goblins riding them. Mm. Uh, how do goblins tame these things? Well, for one, maybe like goblins have a natural immunity to the poison to the the 
the venom and stuff, so that might help. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so yeah, Either we that or like that. Yeah, so that probably helps them. I don't know. They never. We never get like a a, a villain taming pet montage in in like movies or shows. Uh. I mean, we got... You know, like um, Lord of the Rings, they've got those cool wyvern things, but we don't know how they tame them. They just have them. Well, we got uh, Draco Bloodfist taming dragons by, you know, screaming at them. I'm sorry? Draco Bloodfist from uh, How to Tame oh, Dragon from, 2. Uh, how you change dragon. Yeah, but like with that was established like that dragon this is like a purely like more evil based creature. It just seems like evil creatures are attracted to it's weird. It's like uh in fantasy worlds there's this whole thing uh where like good related creatures are attracted to being tamed by good people, while evil associated creatures are attracted to being tamed by evil creatures. Yeah, have you noticed that? Cause Yeah. It really is a, a common it's a trend. Thing. Like, like you always have. And we ha tend not to question it. Yeah, like I we mean, uh, uh, Gandalf rides in on the beautiful white horse. I'm trying to. What was the horse's name? Uh, oh, I don't know. Storm, for some reason, comes to my mind. Was Storm part of the name? Maybe it was like Stormbreaker or something. I don't think it was Storm. That was uh, Thor's hammer. Oh, axe, but yeah. Or, yeah. Ha axe, hammer, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to correct your correction of me. I mean, uh, I th doesn't it have, like, an axe on one, axe blade on one end and hammer on the other? Oh, I don't know. Shadowfax, that's okay. what his name was. Oh, did you look up the horse name? Yes. I was about to do that, so fair. Yeah, it's uh, Shadowfax. Yeah. No wonder I couldn't remember it. It's such a weird name. Anyway, like, I kind of love the idea of in a story, like, this creature, I almost want this creature to actually be the hero's mount. Yeah, kind of, I mean, you never see that happen. I think he'd be such a cool mount. Like, I think he'd be so, like, fun for adventures and, like, really a creepy, scary thing. Now, you have to keep him, oh, I just thought about something. Um, I was thinking about how you have to keep in mind that the reason people don't generally have the scary, dark creatures as uh, the heroes or the heroes' pets is because it sort of reinforces the idea of uh, evil the a a equals good or evil can be used for good and all that. And it's sort of, when you start blurring the lines intentionally between good and evil, even when something is like a pure evil, like. Like, for example, saying, um, oh, we can use witchcraft for good when witchcraft is definitely not a thing that you want to be using, uh, even if you yeah. think it's for good. Um, I think that's just sort of the general idea as, as to why you don't usually see a hero writing something like this. But well, I did thing. think about like, something. What, like... if the, what if the hero was a former villain and this was his starting point? And so... Oh. Yeah. And now, but like obviously, he wants he wants to take the creature with him. Yes, and I'm just thinking this like is a pretty bonded. good, pretty good way of like it, it, the hero starting off with a creature like this. And I, you could even see like the creature itself having an arc alongside the hero as um, they go off on their adventure, struggling to change from their old ways. Yeah. 
it's just it's it's suddenly like I you look at this picture and you're not like wholesome story, but I look at this picture and I see wholesome. Story. That's the thing. I see like cute fluffy things and I want to turn them deadly, and then I see like deadly things and I want to turn them cute and fluffy. Yes. I just can't, that's that's just I'm not sure people have caught on to that. I'm sure they have by now. Uh, but that is a thing I just love doing. So the idea of turning this into like a cute fluffy thing. You know, let's just comb his hair. You know, give him, get him onto like a, a fruit diet. He could still have meat. Like you know, we still hunt and eat meat. Yeah, he he, he could definitely yeah. still. Uh, you could go catch a deer or something. You just don't have it hunt humans. Yeah. He could still. Eat. He'll help. He'll hunt for you, which I think will be great. I mean, the problem is, uh, if he poisons a creature. I am using that word correctly. If he poisons a creature, um, you are. Yeah. Then, uh, you might not be able to eat that creature. We never did establish what the poison does exactly. What the venom? No, does. we didn't. Let's go back to the. Po yeah, let's go back to venom develop development. So again, we never. The thing is, like, is this a thing that wears off and then you can kill the creature? In which case, then yeah, definitely you can eat it afterwards uh or something or otherwise only this creature could or is it something like that insta kills but even then like the thing about venom is it's mostly associated with the blood and i think that's a lot of the reasons why uh you're not supposed to like eat and drink blood and things like that is because things can get into the bloodstream that then can make you sick more so than in the meat itself so i'm pretty sure whichever version of venom he this guy uses it's probably still safe as long as you drain the blood and you cook the blood out of it thoroughly. You just you're not you're just not allowed like a rare steak. You gotta have a you gotta have a, a well done one. What if the the uh, venom's effects? What if we tried to make the venom a little bit more unique? Like, what if it had an effect like blindness? Oh. Now I can't imagine would we how be it saying, would. Like this is. I was thinking like a te no, a te temporary. I was thinking temporary. Uh, yeah. But it would be long enough that if you, it would like it would, the effects would be taken on pretty quickly, like probably within a minute, you would uh, go blind. But then, after I don't know, probably a couple hours, you'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, I want to say like causing blindness like that is not difficult to explain scientifically. It just means that the venom is attracted to certain enzymes that are associated with the site, and they can block them. Yeah. Like, it's not complicated to explain that. I mean, you don't even need to explain it say, in your fantasy world. You can say, the venom causes blindness, and be done. You don't need to most, explain the science of it. And that. Yeah, but I'm saying, like... If someone but ever I'm saying asks it's because, how... Yeah, but also, my whole point there was more so that, like, it's something that we as a society understand can happen... And therefore, when someone says, oh, this venom causes blindness, all of us are like, yep, believable, moving on. Yeah. Now, like, you don't I'm, have to explain it because it makes sense to us. Something I'm thinking about is how would it use this in combat? Because once it's on you and you are poisoned, you're probably already dead. Like, it's not like yeah. it's throwing a poison dagger and then blinding you over time from a rage and then getting you. Like, it's already on you and within a minute... By the time you'd be blind, it could have already killed you. So I'm thinking. Oh, maybe it's just uh, like uh, preventive in case it manages to like escape. Because here's the thing: like looking at his feet, he does not have a strong grip. That's true. Like it does not look like he could grip like, anything. It could. 
It would more shred you. I honestly, yeah. So I honestly think like how he attacks is he stabs you, turns you blind, and then what he tries to grab you with his head. But the whole thing is like one of his means of hunting is pretending to be that branch with his feet and like or as a bush or like a dead tree or something. Uh, and like using his features to look like something else. Uh, and then in that case he stabbed you, you the per thing goes blind and all of a sudden you're not moving as fast. You're a lot easier to hunt. You can't really fight back because you can't see anything. You're dead. He can now kill you easily. Yeah, so he's just like uh, hiding away waiting to hit anyone who comes by and then just wait so he's got an easier target. Like yeah, that, that's, that's, that is. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I like. I, I think that works. Uh, and like I said, he I doesn't have a, much of a grip. I think he could still grab onto stuff like with his forearms and his neck and things and grab, but he doesn't have like hands. Essentially, he cannot grab anything with yeah. his claws or his paws. I or think he has like a good sturdy grip in like rocks and stuff, like climbing up things and things. He's got like a grip, but it's it's a grip more in the sense of he can like embed his his claws into things to keep walking up less so of a thing like he can grab something and hold it and move it like he could he could firmly plant himself on the ground but he's not going to be able to pick up that stone and throw it anywhere yeah that, it, I, that's, maybe with his mouth that sounds accurate to this guy uh yeah his toes don't move very much now I do have to ask something and this is because this is something that you asked a while back about a different fantasy creature that we had implemented. Oh. Can we milk it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can I, great if question. I were to get a, like a female <laughs> of this uh, creature, can I milk it and would it be safe or would it have any effects on me? And how would it taste? Huh. Is this like a mammal-like creature? Does it give live births? It looks like a mammal-like creature. I was say, I, I'm looking at this, I'm like, yeah, I'd say it give it gives live births. It gives that vibe. Um, in which case, I guess, yes, <laughs> it does have it. And now, okay, so okay, now- hear me out. Hear me out here. Would it be weird? Uh, it might be like a, it could be like another weak point of them almost. Uh, for one, I don't think these creatures have the best eyesight in general. Like, look at all that hair in front of their eyes. But for a second, like, what if like these creatures as children were like raised up blind because they drink their mother's milk and it also caused blindness, and they oh. gain their eyesight when they're older, when they start actually eating meat or vegetables or like other food. That is interesting. Because that's, like, not an uncommon thing for mammals, because a lot of dogs are born... Like, you start off... Like, dogs start off blind, and then develop eyesight later outside. I like that and idea. again, this is part wolf. So, yes, you could drink the milk, but it would have also caused blindness. But if okay. you're desperate... So, I just thought about something. Um, imagine... Yeah the hero like or like the hero that was uh, like a former villain and everything riding into town and is in desperate need of some money 
and uh, still being yeah. like sort of a morally great character, but not willing to just kill people for their money because trying to turn over a new leaf and everything, uh, decides to milk his creature. And then... Okay, so now it's a female. Yeah, now it's a female. So he decides to milk his creature and then he sells it to some of the locals. And they're like, oh, wow, this milk is delicious. It's got a strange flavor to it. It's like, where'd you get this? After he's paid him, it's like, oh, it came from that thing. It came from where? And then he's like, okay, I can't see it's like, anymore. I've money. gone blind. Bye now. As they, as they start to go blind, like, it's like, it'll wear off later. But, it, like, uh, but what would be really funny I mean, is if they, is if uh, some people, like, objected to it and they got really upset that he did this, but he got away because they're blind. They can't chase him. But then imagine yeah. if later on, um, one of the people he sold the milk to comes back into his life at some point. It's like, hey, you're the guy who sold me that blindness milk. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Now that he's probably had his character arc and he's grown a little bit more and he wouldn't do that anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I will give you back your money uh, and more. And he says, no, I'm here to buy more of it. That stuff was delicious. <laughs> so like it's really good milk, like, but the side effect is you do it's go like, blind. It's only temporary. It's worth uh, going blind for a few hours. Honestly, though, like wait, that's actually like a really interesting idea, though. Is you know, it's not these creatures. I don't think sight is something these creatures heavily rely on. I think they're more of like a hearing scent type thing. Like they can see, but it's it's like me without my glasses. It's not grand, guys. But, and they rely on, like, other senses. So could it be, like, the milk actually, in these young little little guys, actually increase their other senses by decreasing their sight? And that's just something the milk does. But his poison, the poison of it, which could be interesting, it could be that, like, the females are the only ones that are venomous. And that the males aren't. Oh. Because that is a thing in some. That is interesting. So... It's it's a thought. And it could be that the males have like a different type of defense, like maybe the whole maybe the whole thing is like males aren't rideable cuz their hair is actual like more spiked and more deadly in that sense. So they're deadly on like like a more physical directed counter sort of aspect. Yeah, like they if they like pummel into you, they can stab you with every aspect of their body. But they're and it's stabbed to kill. Well, a female who's more focused on like you know raising the kids and the family, they have that more like blinding poison aspect, so that way they can stay with the kids and just be like a more calm hunter and a surprise hunter. Well, the males can go out and actually physically attack things and bring things back. Yeah. So like either one. Like uh, so, if you are going up against one of these things you are going to want to know whether or not you are going up against a male or a female. And so you have to, like, have a keen eye and be able to, like, look at its uh, physical features and to be able to identify, okay, am I going up against something that will blind me or something that will pummel me? Like, you, you yeah. got, it, like that is a key thing for hunters to learn and keep in mind. Uh, otherwise, yeah, but, they uh, don't know what to but expect. But going, like, back to the... <laughs> going back to the milk thing like the whole thing is because uh, they fed on this milk the milk is strong uh, has like all these nutrients things but it's also kind of mixed with the female's poison and or venom so they they have weaker eyesight but they have like better hearing and better sense which means that if the hero was to drink this milk 
well, their eyesight might decrease, they might have increase in other things, and it's not like you lose your eyesight permanently. So it's still, like, worth having seasons of blindness to have, like, increase in other nutrients. And then the way that the poison works is that the poison just siphons out that specific part of the milk that blinds uh, and, like, has a high concentration of that and uses that. So, like, it, it even, like, scientifically, it makes more sense autonomously, which I personally really like, is when it, you can explain the creature's, like, insides and how their body's working better. Could you eventually develop an immunity to this venom, though? Like, the blindness yeah. aspect of it? Possibly. That could be an interesting, especially if, like, the main character is just no longer blind by it, but gets all the, like, benefits. Yeah. Like, I think I think that would be interesting. Like, yeah, like he's just spent so much time going blind, uh, blind that like he's become immune. But in the process of becoming immune, he's also increased in other senses. Yeah, he's just it's he's better for it, which means why like why these creatures are such like a valued companion, especially a female. Yeah, and that could be another thing that I don't think in, the males are as valuable. That could be another thing in terms of like the uh, creature and raising. It's young, like if it, it, like maybe the babies eventually develop an immunity, and once they've developed that immunity, they start collecting food and stuff all on their own. And at that point, the mother says, "Oh, okay, I guess I don't need to nurse you anymore." Yeah, that that would make sense actually, and a good timing point. So over time, you just develop immunity to it. So that means like the people who are raised with these creatures, they they also have like. They're used to having a childhood where they're blind a lot because they drink the milk a lot to gain like that strength, and then eventually you become immune to it and you're good to go. But yeah, you know, lose your eyesight for like what a year, and then afterwards you have it back. You can drink the milk whenever, and you've got like extra cool human bonuses. Yeah, and then you go and you feed it to someone. Uh, someone else says, "Hey, can I have some of that?" And you're like, "Sure," totally forgetting that it causes blindness. <laughs> They have, like, a whole panic attack, and you're like, oh, shoot, no, no, it goes away in a few hours. I'm so sorry. I'm immune to it. I don't think about it anymore, but. <laughs> Look, he's even, like, got comedic relief things she has now. Yeah, I like this creature. You know, I I was like, let's build a horror creature. Now I'm sitting here like, let's build a really cool pet. <laughs> yeah, and we got, like, the basis of, like, a story for it. It's not, like, a fully developed story or anything. But it's it's yeah. a good start, like uh, the villain uh, turning hero, riding this creature. Yeah, I also I like that it has like male and female differences, like most animals do, and that they they make sense. Yeah, I think this is a pretty darn it's cool. well developed creature. We haven't come up with a uh, name for it though. That's always the big uh, thing for us um, is coming up with uh, names. Uh, how about, um, uh, Will Strike? Does it actually have anything to do with trees or just, just look that way? I was like, I found a word that's like Mordium. Mordium? I've heard that before. What is... Is that like the Latin word for mortal? It's like related... It's it's actually closer to like I looked up like the Latin word for dead tree and mordium was one of the oh. words. So it's kind of like dead, die, die. So it's Latin for like death or to wither away. So mordium, but it's got like two U's. 
So it's M O R T U U M. Mortium. I kind of like that. It looks like a Mortium. I do too. And it has like it's associated with like death and dead. Yeah, things. I mean, I was thinking about it like uh, being associated with blindness. He looks like it's on yeah, the edge of death at all does. time. So this creature is called a Mortium. Uh, and the we did it. We gave it a name. Is Mortium? I guess. I I think this is just a Mortium. Like it's plural. Yeah, like they're like bison. It's yeah, like or sheep. sheep or bison. Sheep. Yeah. Or fish. Actually, I think fishes is also grammatically correct. Fishies. Um, but yeah, uh, this is a Mortium. We did it. We built a f we built a full blown creature, including its name. This is a first. I'm like, we're like always missing the name, and sometimes we're like, we don't have an actual good design. We're like, ah, it looks kind of like a walrus-ish. But no, we got a full-blown new creature, unique look, unique attributes, unique way of attacking, a good story. This is a fully developed fantasy creature. We've explained how... We've explained how it raises its young. We explained the difference between male and female. We've discussed milking yeah, it. Yeah, we've gone as far as milking this <laughs> thing. By the yeah. way, for anyone wondering, the creature that she asked if we could milk before was a Kirin. She had no idea what a Kirin was at the time. Hey. I, I had to uh, explain it to her and introduce it to her. That was the best part yeah, about she, that the video. She didn't okay, know what the you say, like the whole magic milk. <laughs> yeah, we created magic milk. It was great. It was a good time. That was uh, it's one of our oh, oldest yeah. episodes. But if you're wondering, it's our fantasy, like world building, a fantasy part one is where the Kirin is. They make an appearance in part two, and both parts are good. But like part one is where we have like a whole sideline of about talking about truth telling milk. Yeah, and it also had something to do with trees. Good times. Yeah, yeah, because there was like the the pet, the animals associated with the tree. Animals. Anyway, I think that's a good place to leave this off. Like, we have created a full blown, oh, epic fantasy creature. I want one as a pet. <laughs> I you yes, could I see could me with actually. One of these, couldn't you like riding it around town? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a. This is I am I'm satisfied with this. I'm happy. I love now, it. Can we do this again yeah. with so, another uh, creature and actually manage to give it a name? I I think this is a good activity then. I definitely think we'll do more of like just animal building and just doing that because I think this that's something we struggle with like we get on talking about creatures and then we kind of just do a basic and then jump back into like other world elements because we're building a full world. So I think it's good every now and then if we be like you know what let's just build a creature today yeah it's still world building it's an important yeah. part and i mean i'm always looking to build but. unique fantasy creatures i think that's one of the most interesting part of fantasy worlds is a unique fantasy creature or multiple unique fantasy creatures even sci-fi worlds too yeah this is definitely more of a fantasy creature, but we could dive into some sci-fi creatures. Too, I tried to build fun. a sci-fi world but, one time. Yeah. It turned into spaghetti. <laughs> I, <don't know laughs> yeah. that too. I wouldn't think, hey, Nancy, <laughs> we're going to be building a sci-fi world today with a bunch of asteroids. Like, that's our world. It's like it's made of like asteroids that are moving around and stuff. And she's like, what if it were spaghetti? <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. My brain is weird. It worked though. <laughs> but this it was still is, an interesting world. It did. I like that world too. I like yeah. But that's where we're gonna end it today. We'll be back next week with yet another world and another prompt and another exciting adventure to develop. So hopefully we'll see you then. But adios. Bye.